Welcome back, everyone, to the Discipline the Gen Show. It is NFL Week 10. I'm your host, Maddie Betts. I'm here with Gina from betopenly.com. And we are pumped to have you guys, especially the ones that are tuning in live today. We are live every single week, 6.30 p.m. Eastern time, sometimes a few minutes behind, such as today. And we are live YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter on the at Maddie Betts channels. If you are watching after the fact, make sure you go use the chapters on the video and you can check out every single game and a breakdown and picks and leans for each of each of those games. As always, this show is partnered with BetOpenly.com. Go into the description and sign up today. You'll get the best lines and odds for NFL and especially the primetime games. And Gino, any quick announcements on BetOpenly? We dive in just single bet player props, my dudes. We got vigorous single bet player props, saving people 20% on each side. I can't believe how quick it's blown up with le- legends partners like my homie Maddie. It's crazy how the word gets out, but we're having a lot of fun with it. NCAA basketball, single player props all the way across every sport. I love it. All right, let's dive into the recap. All right, up first, the Chiefs dominated Miami, especially in that first half in Germany. Got to ask you right now, is this Chiefs defense enough to keep them as the favorite in the AFC? I honestly think it is. It's crazy that they held them to zero. You know, that that fumble at the end of the first half was a big deal. Their defense is real, and oddly, again, their offense is not. Yeah, I'm with you. And you know what's interesting to me is Patrick Mahomes after the game. Did you see his interview? He was, he was like, he looked at the reporter. He's like, look, our defense is number one in the NFL. And that's a bold statement when you got teams like the you teams like the Ravens, the Browns, some of these other really good teams defensively. And Patrick Mahomes said, our defense, number one in the NFL, and our offense, I promise you, we'll figure it out. I honestly think the Chiefs make the Super Bowl. My preseason prediction was Eagles-Dolphins, but I think it's actually a blessing for the Chiefs that – their defense is this good, and I don't think it's that bad that their offense is struggling. I think they'll get better throughout the season, and I think I think Pat for Patrick Mahomes, you got to love the fact that you have a great defense. And I'm not just saying this because I gave out the Dolphins money line, <laughs> and I got closing line value, and I and I, but really, the fact that the Chiefs let them back in that game tells me a lot 
and I went and watched a couple of the other Dolphins games, and I'll end with this. Yeah. The Dolphins play the same no matter how good or bad a team they play, and they make huge mistakes. The difference is you can't make up for it against good teams. They're, in, they're an amateur team is how, how I see the Dolphins now. They're very amateur. They're play calling. They're mistakes. They're not, they're not ready yet. I don't know when they'll turn it around, but they're not ready for the big show yet. I'm with you. All right, well, moving on, the Ravens. Are they the second best team in the AFC right now? I have them as my best team in the AFC, actually, in my power rankings. Okay. So I, I, have, uh, I have the Eagles one, Ra- uh, Ravens two, and then I have Chiefs three. So um, I would say no to that question because I actually think Baltimore would beat the Chiefs right now. Mm. Very interesting. Yeah. I like, I'm always so back and forth with Baltimore. I'm, I'm still the same mindset with them that when it comes postseason, I don't trust them to beat. I don't trust them to beat Kansas City. I Makes don't sense. Trust them to get, they would to be get a dog best. for sure. Yeah. In postseason. Are the, and then here's a good one. This is a very controversial oh, one right man. now. Is this Las Vegas Raiders team back? And we're going to dive into this here a little bit more in the show um, once we break down their game. I think it's Sunday Night Football. But a lot of controversy around this Raiders team getting one recent win and then celebrating with cigars in the locker room. What are your thoughts about that in general? One, I love that these dudes are making millions and having fun playing a sport. So I got nothing against like celebrating wins too. Like this is a game and they're making millions. I do think it's a little weird though, because the NFL remembers and other teams want to rain on that parade. I liked what they said about, you know, Cosby said about, Mark Davis, like he's like, this guy wants to give anything to win. You want an owner like that? Do I think they should have celebrated like that? Probably not, especially they might, you know, they could get, this week will be a good one, but in the next couple of weeks, they could look bad. Here's what I'll say right now. Please. We're going to talk about this here for Sunday Night Football. I love, I love the fact that they're celebrating. I think the, the vibes are way up in the locker room. And I think a lot of people are hating on it. And I think it actually creates perceived value on the Raiders in Sunday Night Football as a two-point dog, but we will dive into that and come back to that for Sunday Night Football. Last but not least, before we dive into the recap of last week and go in the Week 10 football, the Philadelphia Eagles, my Philadelphia Eagles right here, win the game and they covered. I got to ask Gino honestly because he gave out the Eagles as a two-unit play inside of Discipline the Gens, one of his best bets of the week. I have to ask him honestly, was it the right side or did we get lucky or both? I think we got lucky in this game, but the Eagles keep finding ways to win. That's scary. They're confident when they're down. Let's not forget what the score was at half. Let's not forget how they came out mm-hmm. in that second half. They got let back in the game, and you don't let a good team as good. So what I would say is anyone that had Dallas money line from an ROI perspective had the right bet. And I think I said I would take them. I seem like a genius. I thought I'd take them as high as minus five. And would they win by five? Maybe six? I don't remember. But uh, with five, yeah, yeah I, I feel a little lucky that they won that game by inches. But I do think these Eagles are damn good. They keep finding ways to win. This is like their third game that they literally could have lost. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's what we've done all season. So, But we do find a way to win games. It's crazy. So we'll come back to that here in a bit. Last but not least, actually, we have one more thing to go over, and I really want to talk about this topic right here because Gino had the Tampa Bay Bucks as a dog. That was my. I here's the thing: I I didn't put the Bucks on my card. I I held off on it, right? 
Then I saw them creep up the plus 175 on the money line live in that first half. I locked them in. I put a thousand bucks on the Bucks plus 175 to win 1750 on top, right? And 45 seconds left. They're up. They let this team go. They let the Bucks let, let the Texans go the whole length of the field and give CJ Stroud his fifth pass and touchdown of the game. The Tampa Bay Bucks are literally dead to me after that. That was a $2,700 swing in my pocket. I couldn't believe it. And I, what are your thoughts? Is this CJ Stroud? Is this dude legit? He's a savage. He's I good. don't get it. He's carving up good defenses. And for anyone that's homies with me, I'm the guy that celebrates early. I text Maddie after oh they scored. God. I said, Tampa Bay, baby. And then Rod replied. everything. <laughs> Rod replied, you couldn't have texted at a worse time. Yeah, he jinxes everything. But uh, it is what it is. Let's move on to the recap. See how we did last week. And then we will dive in to NFL Week 10. So Gino nailed the survivor. He nailed his dog of the week. My dog of the week was trash. Three interceptions. Two of the three were pick six. Bryce Young. I knew the risk of backing them as my dog of the week. I just needed him to have an average game. And I think I hit there. But you can't throw three picks when you're the Carolina Panthers. You can't overcome that. So I'm going to take that one on the chin. Here's the thing that pisses me off. I made over 46 my best bet on the show. I didn't even put it out on my card for whatever reason. Oh, I think no. I just got scared about my bet in my Eagles game. I don't know if it was emotions or what. And because last year it was a lower scoring affair in Philly. So I don't know why I didn't make my full card. It still doesn't make sense to me. But the best bet from the show still cashed. And then I did back the Bills, just like Gino did for his best bet, and that couldn't get there. Joe Burrow is playing, I think he's top three in the league as of this past week's performances. Like, that was a really good performance for Joe Burrow. He was just dropping passes in there, bro. He was just surgical on, on some of those drives. Outside of C.J. Stroud, he had one of the best performances of the week. He's moving amazing in the pocket. What I'll say, and I'll, I'll wear that loss on the chin, I thought the Bills plus 130 was a steal. It didn't come through. The, the Bills are very hard to cap this year. Um, but Maddie's pick over 46, that's about as sharp as it gets. That that over hit like multiple ways. And it could have gone even way more over. Um, and that was nowhere on my radar. I, I didn't have the under. I just didn't have it. So pretty solid week, dude. We're giving out more winners and losers every week, guys. And that's what we're here to do. 100%. So make sure you guys like and subscribe. You guys will get notifications every time we go live or there's a new episode. Let's go ahead and dive into week 10. All right. Week t- oh, oh, we almost forgot Gina's favorite part. <laughs> yeah. Gina begged me. He said, I need to give these out. So we have our buy low and sell high spots. Buy, buy low, sell high spots of the week. I'll let Gina kind of explain this real quick before we dive into the games. Yeah, this is a quick slide, guys. I just want you to write down these logos, take notes of this. So macro. You don't want to bet teams that covered last week versus teams that didn't cover. So this is the exact opposite. These seven teams you see did not cover last week, and they're playing teams that did cover. If you ever want to blindly throw darts, this is a macro system that's as profitable as like 58 59%. So the Panthers didn't cover. They're playing someone that did. Patriots, Texans, Titans, Saints, Seahawks, and Jets. Now, I know when you see these logos, your insides are cringing. Why? Because you just watch these teams get smoked. You just watch them lose. And they're playing someone that just won. So 
So what it means is you're getting added value. So just be careful because if one of your top plays this week is against one of these seven, just be careful. I don't bet all seven of these blindly, but if I'm opposite any of these, I think twice about it. That's all. I, ho- I hope that's helpful. Yeah. And to anyone that's listening on the podcast, so Carolina's plus three and a half against Chicago. That's a spot there. Patriots are, what are they, plus? Plus one at home against the Colts. Patriots plus one against the Colts. Uh, that is, that's a new, that's in, that's a neutral site. Where's that at? Are they over in Germany? Yeah, I think that's still in Germany. So oh, that's, second that's game in Germany. Site. Uh, then we have the Texans. It is in Germany. Texans are plus six and a half against the Bengals. That's another buy low spot. The Jets minus one and a half against the Raiders. I absolutely hate that one. <laughs> yeah. Then we have the Seahawks minus six against the Commanders. And now you're starting to scare me because some of my plays here. Just be careful. Yeah. And then the Saints minus two and a half against the Vikings. And then finally, the Titans plus one and a half at Tampa. So these are just if it matters, I'm on the Saints. So like, I don't, I don't go across the board on this one. Of course, of course. All right, let's dive in here. Thursday night football. We have the Carolina Panthers traveling to Chicago. Panthers are a three-point dog over under 39 in this spot. 50-50 split on the tickets, but way more money has come in on the Bears here at home. Panthers do have some injuries. Brian Burns is questionable with that concussion. That's a massive loss if he can't play in this game. DJ Chark questionable as well. Uh, Justin Fields questionable. Tremaine Edmonds questionable for the Bears. We'll see how those injuries play out. Some trends in the game. The over has hit in 14 of the Bears' last 19 games off a loss. And the Panthers 7-15 and 15 against the spread off a loss. What do you like in this spot? Man, this feels disgusting to say, but I like the over in a big way. And we know what Thursday night football overs have been like. So this is a contrarian. This is a fade the public. The word has got out that primetime unders are locks. And I'll be fading that one. Um, I, I genuinely be, believe both these teams will be able to score on each other. I think this will be an exciting game. Um, I also like Panthers money line. If you made me bet it, but I, I like the over a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. So here's what I'll say. This is the the twenty. Uh, let me see here. So the over under is I think at thirty seven and a half now. Did I already go down? Ooh, I I don't doubt that. Yeah. So I'll pull it up right now. It's going to go down for sure, guys. It's going to get beat up. Yeah, I think it's at 37 and a half now. Okay, maybe I'm wrong there. But I'll tell you. I, I lean the over in this game, but I almost feel like I'm falling for a trap, right? Because okay, right. it just doesn't make sense. Panthers defense decimated. Brian Burns might not play. Uh, both the, Here's the thing, other thing, reason why I like the over in this game. Both these teams can turn the ball over and put their defenses in bad spots. We've seen it with the Bears. We've seen it with the Panthers. Um, and I know that's not the greatest reason to back and over, yeah. but when it's this low and these teams can just turn the ball over and put the other team in scoring position right away, I think you can kind of sneakily get points in those situations. I like it. So I do lean the over. I don't like take, I don't love taking overs in primetime games here. Oh, um, but I do like, I do think this number is really, really small for two pretty bad defenses overall. Yeah. It's, it's 39 is what I'm seeing right now. So, that's even better, a half a point in our favor. Um, I don't think this will move that much more, guys. But but if I had to say CLV, I, I do think it goes down a little bit more, like 38, 38 and a half. So if you're betting over with us, I'd wait a little. Um, I, I do think it goes down a little bit just because everyone's going to talk about how boring Thursday Night Football has been now for two years. But I'm with Maddie here. 
These teams have nothing to lose, either one of them. They're going to call big plays. They play very loose with the ball. Uh, there's just no way this isn't 24-20. Yeah. No and way. again, going back to that trend and for the Bears, the over has hit in 14 of the Bears' last 19 games when they're coming off a loss. No-brainer. I mean, this is a low number, man. No-brainer with these two trash teams. Sorry. That's, that's my only lean in this game. I, I would lock that over in. So, guys, in the comments, make sure you guys can see the screen. I got someone saying they can't see the images. So, tell me if, you, if for some reason you can't see so we can fix it. Um, but diving into the Sunday morning game, this game is neutral. It is in Germany. The Colts travel into Germany to, to face the Patriots. Colts are a one-point favorite here on a neutral site. Uh, the the over-under is sitting at 43. 74% of the bets are on the Colts. 91% of the money is on the Colts. So even more of the money is coming in on Indianapolis here. So few injuries on both sides. Nothing crazy. Both teams are relatively healthy. A couple trends in the game. Colts are 10 and 19 on the road, coming off a win in their last 29 games. Not a, not a ton of other trends in this spot. So what are your thoughts on this game in general? It's a weird one. Yeah, it is. I, I hate to give out a bunch of overs and be all square, but I'm telling you, I like the over here as well. These Colts let everyone score, and they do scoring themselves. Uh, and I'm on the Pats here. This line makes no sense to me. No sense at all. Why are the Colts not, not minus three and a half? And the fact that they're not minus three and a half is going to give me Pats, 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 because I there's there's something going on here. What do the Pats have to play for? What are the what have the Pats done this year? They have one huge win off the Bills. Everything else has been a disappointment start to finish offensively. I believe they're one of the worst teams. Uh, quarterback-wise, they're in every box. This is, to me, a really good bounce-back spot for their offense to look decent and their defense to play semi-well against these Colts. But these Colts can score. So I'm going square here, but I'm, I'm going to go dog in the over. Um, and I like the over better than anything. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm with you on this over. I kind of lean on the Colts, but it's not a strong uh, play for me whatsoever. I don't think it'll make my card. But 28th scoring defense versus the 26th scoring defense. And if you look at the Patriots, the only impressive win they have is that Bills win. Like, look at their schedule, right? And honestly, the Bills win hasn't even aged that well, right? Because the Bills have been a little underwhelming this year. And it's a division game, too, which we all know sometimes those division games are outliers. Like, look at the Ravens, right? They lost to the Steelers this year. Um, so I think those division games are, are somewhat outlier games. Look at the Patriots' schedule, bro. Lose at home to Washington, lose by 14 to the Dolphins, lose to the Raiders by four, lose to the Saints by 34, lose to the Dallas by 35, beat the Jets 15 to 10. Who cares? Division game against Zach Wilson. Like, it's just they haven't done anything. They're two and eight against the spread this year. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, it would be very challenging for me to get behind this Patriots team here even on a neutral field against against a pretty bad Colts team. Um, I already likes the Colts, too. You have a little love for the Colts, kind of how I do for the Saints and the Titans. Yeah, I lean over. I'm with you on that. But then again, it's also scary back in and over in a Patriots game. 100%. So this is probably a game that I'll sleep in. in a morning <laughs> game, and I won't even I won't take anything. I'm pissed, bro, because last week I gave out Chiefs and under on the show, and it was a morning game. And I didn't even put it on my card. You had a blast watching. I'm that telling game. you, I was 
really good on the show picks last week and really bad on my full card. And I'm still Disapp- convinced the Dolphins beat them at least five times as a play 10. <laughs> Disappointed here. So, um, all right, moving moving on here. We got up next. We got some good football now. Oh, man. All right. The San Francisco 49ers. Who would have thought? Only a three-point favorite against the Jaguars. Over under 45 and a half in this game, 44 and a half now in some sites. 65% of the tickets on the Jags here, but more of the money is coming in on San Francisco. Trent and Debo, both questionable, right? I know. Those are two massive injuries that keep it Debo started practicing. Trent didn't. I'm a little nervous. Okay. Who would you rather have? Probably Trent. I think Trent. I don't know, though. Debo's, yeah, he makes, does make a big Brock needs him, man. 49ers, you ready for this? I don't know if Gino even knows this. 28 and 52 off a loss in their last 80 games. Nice. They're like disgusting. Yeah. I mean, they're what? They're lost their last three. Lost their last three. Lost three games in a row here. So part of me wants to say, is this a really good buy low spot on San Francisco? Right? Jags are 30th in the NFL against the pass. Is this the game we see Purdy really get going? But then again, the Jags defense really good against the run. So it's like a catch 22 there. We have to ask ourselves, does Purdy need that run game and the play action to get going through the air or not? Uh, I'll turn it over to Gino here first. What do you like? So what I'm going to say is this. Uh, I know my Niners through and through. Ironically, this is actually the spread that was there before the season started. So really? Yeah. Believe it or not. Remember, we didn't think we'd be that good, right? This was Brock Purdy off his you know, first season full starting. You know, he had a bunch of wins, but remember, they didn't think we were gonna be what we were. And now we're back to not, you know, five and three. So mm-hmm. let me throw a little shade at the NFL real quick and let me give you the actual reason why you should be betting the Niners here. So one, the Niners have three losses in a row. Nothing to be proud of. Uh they scored 17 points in three straight games. It's crazy. crazy. That missed field goal in Cleveland, let's just say that's a tough game going into Cleveland, but against a rookie quarterback like P.J., no excuse. So then we get worked in Tennessee – excuse me. Minnesota. Minnesota, and then Cincinnati beats us. Just flat out beats us, start to finish. What I will say is this is the third time in five weeks we're getting a team off the bye. That is unacceptable, NFL. Do a better schedule. There's only yourself and 31 other buys. No team should be getting more than one person off the bye. Doesn't make sense. So this is the perfect buy low on the Niners. People have lost complete faith in this Niners. People think Purdy, this is the Purdy that they expected the last 20 weeks, that he finally is himself. If you look at all his rankings and everything, he just is having a rut. It happens to the best of them. It happened to Joe Burrow, quote unquote, with his injury to start this year. What I will say is, we are going to be able to pass on these Jags. And even though they have a great run defense, we will find a way to run on these Jags. And we just picked up another defender, Chase Young. We will officially be bringing four guys and dropping seven in different looks. Fred Warner will be able to run spy. This is going to be a very good game. I'm very excited for it. I'm not saying it's a cakewalk. But be happy you're getting my Niners minus 154 and not minus 200. Question coming in from YouTube. Is this the fandom kicking in? I promise it's not. I have I gave out for anyone that's watching, I gave out against the Niners the last three weeks. I literally did. Go back and watch. 
I gave out Cleveland, I gave out Minnesota, and I gave out Cincy. This is where I get back into gear, and I'm buying these Niners low. Yeah. I'm with you on San Fran. I, I have to back them here in this spot. I like what Jacksonville has done, but I just think there's levels when you look at these two teams' rosters next to each other. Um, I think this is a cheap price to get San Francisco at. Whether you want to throw their parlay or throw their money line in a little parlay, um, or if you want to back the minus three here on the road, I think both. I think I, I think it's a good uh, buy low spot here. So if they lose four games in a row, oh. and I think we get out their quarterback, I really do. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. So all right, moving on here. This is I think game of the week right here. I really do. Houston Texans versus the Bengals. We have a rookie quarterback who literally just put up one of the most impressive games I've ever seen from a rookie. He destroyed my live plus 175 bet on Tampa Bay with his fifth touchdown in a game winner late in the fourth quarter just last week. Tech, look at that money line on the Texans. Like, oh, you're getting a team that's in rhythm right now at plus 325. But at the, on the flip side of it, the Bengals and Joe Burrow are healthy. They just looked really good this past week and for two weeks straight now. The Bengals are a six-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The over-under is 44-and-a-half. I don't think that number is right, is it? 40. I'm saying 48. 48. Yeah, it might be yeah so it's got bought up. Yeah, so uh, I actually this is 46-and-a-half in the graphic. So it is up to 48, and I think for good reason here. I'm actually leaning. I was actually leaning on this over, right? It, it, it's a tough spot to take it because both teams – are clicking so well right now that that number is just shot up and now there might not be a ton of value in it. But when you just look at it mathematically, you're like 48. How can both these offenses not get me 24 apiece right now? They're both clicking like crazy. So what are your thoughts on this game? I almost gave out Houston money line as my dog of the week. I really did. And then I said, man, that's a tall task. Like since he's playing good, I really do like, the plus I'm seeing as high as plus seven right now. I, I think you will be able to get plus seven if you can't get it right now. I don't think you'll get seven and a half. But this to me feels like the perfect spot to get Houston. Yeah, more tickets are definitely on Cincinnati. I think as crazy as it is, like you would almost think a quarterback coming off of 450 yards in a five TD game, you would think the public would be all over that team. But on the flip side of it, the public lo loves Joe Burrow, and they love a healthy Joe Burrow. And surprisingly, I'm seeing 60 70% of the tickets here on Cincinnati fading a team that just put up five TDs by the rookie quarterback. So against a good could, defense. This could be a value spot here. I do like the points. I think six and a half, seven points is a good number. Um, but then again, good comments here uh, coming in from YouTube. Is this a letdown spot? Right? Is this a letdown spot for a rookie quarterback who we have seen the ups and downs a little bit? This rookie quarterback didn't just score only 13 points against the Panthers just two weeks ago, right? Um, so it's a little bit of a roller coaster if you're riding uh, the Texans here in this spot, but it's hard to not like the points here, even though the Bengals are clicking everywhere. What I would say, guys, is I do think everyone's a little too high on Cincy. I think Cincy's a great team, but I had people arguing with me that since he's the number one power ranked team in the NFL, they, they, they haven't earned that yet, guys. They have two great wins in the last three weeks. They've earned a lot. Um, but let's see how they do these next four weeks, this week included. They have some two very tough division games. 
this game and one other one outside of the division that's also tough. So, um, you know, since he's on my radar, they're they're a top eight team, no question. This will be this will be an interesting game, and seven feels like a lot next to a rookie quarterback that was a stud in high a college and absolutely feels like he's come in and the NFL is like Larry Bird, no different. Literally, I don't know if you guys know the Larry Bird quote where he says, like, 15 minutes into the NBA, I knew I was going to dominate it. Like, he was nervous before, and then 15 minutes in, he knew. That's what I'm seeing with C.J. Stroud. So um, I just like the seven here. Again, I almost gave out money line. I don't hate if you do. The value's there. It really is there. Um, but seven's nice. Seven's yeah. really nice. Here's the other thing I'll say about this game. So Hughes has been really good this season and not turning the ball over. That's like, I think the most impressive thing about CJ Stroud. Mm -hmm. And when the Bengals are covering, it's because of those turnovers. Like when they just covered against the 49ers and one by 14, look at two picks in the game. Right. And then you look at what they just beat the bills. You know, a key interception was huge in that game interception. And remember that fumble, I know the fumble late. So if, if Houston is good about not turning the ball over here, I'll take this team with six and a half, seven points against any team in the NFL right now, truthfully. I think it's a, a lot of points here uh, to, to fade this Texans team. So I'm leaning Texans in this game. It'll probably make my card as well. I like it, dude. Moving That's on here, Saints versus Vikings. This is probably my square play of the week. Really? Yeah. Saints, two and a half point favorite on the road at Minnesota over under 41. 50%, 50-50 split on tickets, but more of the money is coming in on the Saints. Uh, Kirk Cousins, we know about him on the IR. Cam Akers out as well. Vikings, 7-15 and 15 against the spread at home, coming off of a win in the last 22 games. What do you like here? All over the Saints, guys. Uh, you know, this is a weird one, right? People are bought into these Vikings. They like that Dobbs came over. I've seen a lot of data on Dobbs that he's not that great of a quarterback. Again, it's data, and Arizona didn't set him up to succeed. So put an asterisk by that. But I'm going square side. I got it here with the Saints. Um, their, their defense should be able to shut down Minnesota. They really should. Minnesota's offense right now should be easier to contain than the Bears, as crazy as that sounds. Um, yeah, I'm square side here. I'm, I'm all over chalk. I see more tickets on the Saints. Some places had more money on the Vikings. I can't get away from the Saints. The Saints want to make a run. Their division's now wide open with Tampa Bay blowing that game. Atlanta's non-existent. That was a great win. Uh, flat out. I think the Saints are better than the than the Tampa Bay Bucks. Than the Vikings? No, no, yeah, I was just saying oh, like yeah, how, they, yeah, how they lay yeah, down. Yeah. They're no, trying to I'm, take that division. I'm 100% with you on this game. I love what I see out of the, the Saints offense. I just think they have so many underrated weapons. I love, I'm a big Taysom Hill guy, honestly. Uh, I like the Saints in this spot. This is a cheap price to get them at here on the road. I am not a fan of Dobbs. Like I, I just don't see it. Um, I'm going to trust that the Saints get it done on the road here. Vikings 7-15 and 15 against the spread at home coming off a win. I just think too many question marks for them, too many injuries. Both these teams are five and five, right? So this is like a, a pivotal, pivotal game swing game for both of these teams. Yep. I just have to trust that the Saints have a better overall roster here and can win this game in this spot, you yeah. know. And they have some decent wins, like. And guys, remember, I, I've 
I gave out the Vikings as my dog of the week. I bought them low when everyone was selling them with Kurt Cousins' injury. That's a great system. I, I'm a broken record. I told you all about that. Yeah. When a key player is out, hop on board when everyone else is hopping off. But now I'll say is everyone's hopping on, Vikings. Time to hop off. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I actually, the more we talk to this game, I really like the Saints. I do too. It's probably my chalk play of the chalk play of the week. Yeah, I don't think it's crazy chalk. Okay, good. I'm not seeing like people hammering it. I see more money on the Saints, but I see a pretty close uh, ticket distribution there. So, all right, one of the best division games of the week up next. This is a tricky game, right? Because the Browns played the Ravens already this season and got completely waxed in Cleveland. Now they go to Baltimore. And they're a six-point dog on the road over under – I see 37 here. It says 39.5 on the graphic. Let's double-check and see where that's at right now because I'm I'm seeing 37.5 as the live number right now. So a low number in this game. Browns are plus 245 on the money line if you think that they can you know even out the series here in the season. Uh, we know Nick Chubb on the IR. Uh, Ravens, on the other hand, J.K. Dobbins on the IR. Uh, here's some trends in the game. Browns are 5-15 and 15 coming off a win in their last 20 games. That's pretty crazy. Browns are also 6-13 and 13 against the spread coming off a win. What do you think about this, this spot here? This is, a, this is a tricky game. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing. I absolutely hate taking the Ravens as a favorite, like especially a, a decent-sized favorite. Um, I just think they always under, always under-deliver as a favorite, it feels like. Uh, but I, I do like taking them as like a dog or like it's just it's just tough here. Division game, two good defenses, six points, a low total. Like it, I almost feel like it's some recency bias over that first matchup, right? A hundred percent. Like to me, I think Baltimore's gonna be one of the squarest plays of the week. I really do. I, I believe everyone's gonna disproportionately be all over Baltimore. Do we know if did, did you mention Deshaun? Is he is Deshaun back? Does it matter? Yeah, he's he's playing. He's playing now because he remember he was like cleared to play like the last three weeks. He's playing. He's playing. Okay, so he's back. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just not that. I just don't feel that confident in a win here. But yeah, I feel like I'm getting extra points, so I'm definitely going to be on Cleveland. Um, but remember, guys, I have Ravens ranked. Come on, Jared. come on, Jared. I got Ravens ranked two in my power rankings. Yeah, How's that? Hey, he's talking about me. I always hit him. Oh, okay, okay. I was like, I, I got a ranked Max playing the Ravens. I got him ranked over the Chiefs. I had a three unit playing the Ravens earlier this year, and it hit. And it hit. But I did. That first I half? did lose some money fading them. Um, no, no, that was the game against the Titans. Okay, I forget which one. I, I can't remember. Might have been it's all half, good. But here's what I'll say about this Browns team: they have been a different team on the road this season. They lose at Seattle. They beat the Colts by a point, but they gave up 38 on the road. They lost at Pittsburgh, and the Ravens have already beat them 28 to three this season. I know quarterback was an issue there in that game, and then but then if you look at some NFL math as well, Ravens smoke the Seahawks. Yep, I think 37 three. Browns lose outright to the Seahawks. Yep. So the question in this game is, you're you're one of two ways in this game. You're like, hey, it's time to find just put some respect on this Ravens name. Absolutely. And just take them here. They're going to beat destroy the Browns. The flip side of it is is a rematch division game with a total at 37 and a half and six points is a huge number in a game that's only 37 and a yeah. half. So this is a game I'm completely torn on here. 
I will say one play I do like in the game. Tell me what you think about this. But the Browns team total under at 16 and a half. Oh, man. The only it's thing a scary is, number. It's terrifying. The only thing I see is all the value here is just against the Ravens. Just because people are literally, I don't, I don't know the dude's name on ESPN. These dudes are pulling clips from the preseason saying, I told you the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Bro, it's week 10. You think that those last two games guarantee them anything? They don't guarantee them even a playoff win. So, um, yeah, dude, to your point, NFL math and everything, points at the Ravens should be minus eight, minus nine, six. I just, division game, this division plays itself as tough as any division. I genuinely think preseason this would be three and a half to four. We're getting an extra two points of value for free. I couldn't couldn't muster up money line, but I will be on uh, Cleveland in this game. So Browns 29th in the league in yards per play. Not an explosive team whatsoever. Ravens first in the NFL in defending yards per play. Number one in the entire NFL. And you factor in the fact that the Ravens are really use, utilizing the run game, heavy dosage of run game. Pick the clock out. Keep the Browns from explosive plays. That's that's why I lean the under. I know 16 and a half is a scary team total under, uh, but that's my that's my lean in the game. And the worst part is I've been talking trash on Deshaun all year. So am I like really happy he's back? Is he the answer to anything? Yeah. This is a tough game. I'm excited right. for it, though. A lot of good Moving games. Moving on. Here we go. Green Bay Packers at Pittsburgh Steelers. The Packers are a three-point dog in this spot over under 38. 90% of the tickets are on the Pittsburgh Steelers here in this spot. Steelers do have some injuries. Minka Fitzpatrick is questionable. Uh, some trends in the game. Steelers are 45-21-1 at home coming off a win. The under is hitting 14 of the Steelers' last 20 games. So I'm going to tell you right now, this is my dog of the week. It's the Green Bay Packers. Keep the damn points. I don't agree with this number at all. I think the Packers are the superior team here, and I think this game should be closer to a pick em. I think that a three-point spread to me on the road, like let's look at the numbers right here. The Packers, 20th, 20th in scoring. Steelers, 29th in scoring. Packers, 18th in red zone efficiency. Steelers, 27th. Packers, 10th in third downs. Steelers, 21st. They also protect the quarterback way better than the Steelers protect their quarterback. There's just no chance I can back the Steelers as a favorite unless it's a division game. Those are the games I like to back the Steelers. I'm like, okay, I get the Steelers against the Browns. I get the Steelers against the Ravens. They get up for those games. They have those teams' numbers. But I think in a non-division game here, there's value on the dog. Defense, Packers are better everywhere so far statistically. I know that the assumption is the Mike Tomlin-based Steelers are better defensively. Packers 10th in scoring defense, Steelers 13th. Packers uh, passing yards, ready for this? Ninth in defensively passing yards. Steelers 25th in the league against the pass. And you ready for the number one reason? Throw all those stats out for a second. I'm going to give you the number one reason I think this this is my dog of the week. The Steelers quarterback sucks. Mitch, I always say Mitch Trubisky. Yeah. I always say Mitch Trubisky. Well, I gotta, I, Ken, Mitch, catch they the both suck. But look, Kenny Pickett, the eye test. 
I had the Steelers last week. We both did. Did you have them? No, I was on Tennessee money line. So I had the Steelers last the under, week. Though. We both won the under. Yeah, we won on the under. I had the Steelers last week, and I genuinely think I got lucky in that game. I don't think I deserve to win that. Steelers won 2016. I had them to cover the spread in that game, and they won. I think Kenny Pickett is a bottom five QB in the entire NFL, maybe bottom three. Statistically, he is. And I just think the I think Jordan Love's decent. I think the Packers have a better roster. Um, I think the Steelers have the edge in coaching, and that's really it. And I'm going to take the money line here. What are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, my homie Maddie's getting sharp, guys. Just so you know this, and again, whether you agree with what we say or not, these are just some facts. This line opened up as pit minus three. Got 70% of the tickets, and the line drops a half a point. What does that tell you? Smart money came in and is beating up the Packers in a good way. So do whatever you want with that. Like our picks, love our love our faces. Fact is, Green Bay lost a half a point of value with only 30% of the tickets. Someone's paying that money down, and it's sharp money. So this is a typical fade the public. People are high on Pitt. They're going to remember Pickett's last drive versus a good Tennessee defense and not how terrible he played the other 90% of that game. So I'm going to give it to my homie, Maddie. Games like this are uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable to be on a team like Green Bay this season in this position, going into Pittsburgh. Yeah, but it's sharp. No, I, I really like this play a lot. Um, I think if you want to take – if you want to get a three here on a, on a low-scoring game, take the three, but I'm taking the money line. I like it. All right, moving on. Titans versus Bucks. Oh, my God. I don't even know where to start at this game. I don't even want to go over it. The Tampa Bay Bucks, that Swiss cheese defense is absolutely dead to me after last week. I still can't believe I took that beat on that game. Titans, one-and-a-half-point dog here on the road. Over under 38 points in this game. 64% of the tickets on Tennessee. A little bit more of the money on Tennessee as well. Uh, let's see. Bucks ready for this trend? Bucks are 0 7 and 1 against the spread at home coming off a loss in their last eight games. But you ready for this? The Titans have lost their last six games on the road off a loss. So both these teams are in terrible spots, you know, relative, relatively speaking to the trends here. I don't know if I could trust this Tampa Bay team. Like I think if every system on the world was on them, I still couldn't bet them. Um, here's what I'll say, right? This Titans team. They have not scored more than 16 points on the road this season. Wow. Not once. It's hard to not like this under here. Yeah, I'm with you guys. But it's scary as hell because we just saw the Bucks defense last week get carved up by a rookie for 450 yards. I, I do think the Bucks' historic red zone defense versus Titans could be the difference in the under in a good way. Like, Tennessee's not putting up a gang of points. We know that. I will say, though, Levis looked good, man. Their young quarterback looked good. I think I have to go Tennessee here. I can't ignore what I saw last week, and I just think you take the money line on, on just, Tennessee. you got to want Levis over Baker, right? Just Levis versus Baker. I think it's a toss-up. I mean, I really? think okay. Baker is the experience. I think Levis is the more talent, but I don't. that's even hard to say. I mean, Baker is streaky. He has some good games. He has some shit games. I just Tennessee I, just breaks my heart every, every every time I bet them. I warned I warned you guys last week. Guys, I'm off Tennessee. I'm off Tennessee. I'm back on them. Heartbreak. Yeah. They always do it in a heartbreak fashion. I lean Tennessee here. I'm not sure that I'll even touch this game though when it comes to an official pick. Uh, moving oh, on. Well, it's gonna 
real quick, just pull up just to give people a yeah. little bit of data. Uh, why do I not see that game? It's not even on there. Yeah, it's on there. Just tell me where I'm looking wrong. Top left. Top left? Dude, right? That's so crazy. I have a different. Oh, really? That's weird. Let me pull off your screen. Mine doesn't even show it. Uh, that is crazy. Um, the only thing I would say. For more and more tickets on Tampa. Too. Yeah, the public's on Tampa, but it moved how it should. Um, yeah, nothing really crazy to see here. Uh, I, I do think the, the under has the most value, um, especially I do like the Titans that they're fact they're 0-4 on the road. The fact that they're only plus 104 I'm seeing right now on bet openly. I, I like Maddie's play on the Titans. I, I, I would go, I had to lean, I would go under first, Titans money line second. Just the fact they're 0-4 on the road. I'm with you. We're on the same side there. Uh, moving on here. Let's see. What game? All right, Falcons-Cardinals. We should just skip this game. Falcons are plus one, over under 43. Majority of the tickets are on the Falcons and the money on the Falcons. Over is hit in 11 of the Cardinals' last 40 – I'm sorry, 11 of the Cardinals' last 14 games at home coming off the loss. Cardinals one and four against the spread off a loss in their last five. Falcons are nine and seventeen on the road off a loss in their last twenty six games. I personally would rather shoot myself than bet on this game. <laughs> so we'll see if Gino has a pick. Uh, if you're gonna bet this game, my dudes, bet the Cardinals. Squares are gonna be all over Atlanta. People that still have hope for Atlanta playoffs, etc. Um, this spread is sketchy. There's no reason Atlanta shouldn't be minus three, and they would still get majority of the public they are just inviting you to bet atlanta they're begging you to bet atlanta now arizona did compete two weeks ago they lost to the ravens 31 24 now granted they're coming off of a 27-0 blowout loss to the browns last week but maybe a good bounce back spot for them it is very hard to play in cleveland i'll say that and now you're coming home to arizona against a very average uh maybe even below average atlanta team here so maybe it's a good bounce-back spot here. You take the money line. I'm with you. I think it's Cardinals are passing this spot. Are they really a one-point favorite? I know. The question really is oh, – I'm seeing one-point dog. Atlanta? I'm seeing Arizona's a one-point dog. Yeah, yeah, they're a one-point dog. Where I think they should be a three-point dog. Uh, I, I believe – are we getting the uh, – uh, excuse me, Atlanta's backup quarterback? I forget who it is. It came over from uh, Washington. Yeah, let me see. They'll help us out in the comments. Who, who's the quarterback team over in Washington? That's Atlanta's backup. Let me see who's playing. I believe Riddle's not going to be the quarterback, and that's who we're getting starting. But it's hard to say. And then I, um, Kyler, I don't know if you guys remember last week. I hope I helped y'all out. I told you bet Cleveland, bet it now, bet them against the spread because the closing line value is going to shoot up. I gave that out at like nine. I think it kicked off at thirteen. Told you Kyler said that to be hype, but there's no reason to rush your quarterback back. Kyler coming back here. Oh, yeah, this game's ugly, man. Uh, there it is, Heineke. So that, that's interesting. I don't know. Do you, do you guys I know do, Heineke's starting? Yeah, he should be. I do like Heineke. I've always been yeah, high on him. Right. I was always high on him in the NFC East. There's just so many unknowns that this is not a good bet either way, guys. Um, I just don't know if, if Kyler's a good like I kind of like, of Kyler. I kind of like the over. By the news, and you I kind of like, I kind of starting to lean towards the over, the over here. here. I just think some gunslinging in this game. Like he's gonna throw the rock. I just don't know what weapons these two teams have. Bajon's done nothing for me in fantasy. I think I've lost my last two weeks in a row. Just flat. 
Over-under is like 43 here. Yeah, it's low. I'm still Arizona. Yeah. I'll skip this game, but if I had to take anything, I'd probably lean over. Um, Quick comment here. Heineke should have been starting over Desmond. Totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I think 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 he gets it this week. Yeah, if you're going to back them, that's the one reason is because of Heineke. All right, moving on to a a much better game here. Um, that I'm actually a little – I was a little torn on at first here. So, Lions visiting the Chargers. Lions two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road, over under 48-and-a-half. Majority of the tickets are on the Lions here. An overwhelming amount are back in Detroit here as a small favorite on the road. Lions are 14-and-5 against the spread coming off a win in the last 19 games. The under is hitting 37 of the Chargers' last 56 games coming off a win. What do you like in this spot? I really, really like this under. Um, I've been really impressed with the Chargers defense. I've always been impressed with the Lions defense. Chargers defense first in the NFL in sacks. Nasty. Is that crazy? That, that, yeah, did that last game put him over the top with, with Zach just standing there? Right. Like a freaking straw man? Tied for first, I think, in the NFL. Uh, I, everyone wants absolute fireworks, and they're going to get this. It's still be a good game, but. Lions are off the bye. They're rested. Chargers are playing great on defense. They looked okay on offense, but that's a tough Jets defense. I love the under in this game. I know y'all are hating it, but nice little 27-20 game, 24-20, something like that. Uh, this is a hard one, man. The Lions are off a bye. People are really high on the Lions. They're starting to get high on the Chargers. If I had to, I'm, I'm probably Chargers money line here, and I hate going against teams off the bye, hate it. Um, but that's that's where if I, number one play, guys, under. When you put my name next to something in this game, put me next to the under. And if you made me parlay it, you made me tell you a team. It's probably Chargers. Yeah, I mean the over under opened at 49. It dropped a half a point. Um, I think you're on to something there with the under. I could see like a. 24, 21 type of game, maybe. Um, here's what I'll say. So the Lions team has pretty much had two bad games all season, and they've looked good in every other game, right? In the two bad games they had, they lost two fumbles against Seattle, and they yep. lost that game. I was on Seattle as my dog of the week that week. And then Charger, and then uh, the second game, what was it? Uh, oh, Baltimore. They got routed by Baltimore. I was, wow. on, I was on Detroit in that game. And that was an embarrassing pick. So do say do what you want with those two losses. Like they're not bad losses, you know, considering you you turn the ball over twice, you barely lose. And then, you know, you get blown out by the Ravens, but that was kind of just a wake up kind of game for them. Um, again, Chargers defense tied for first in the NFL. Lions defense only 17th. I'm sorry, Chargers defense tied for first in the NFL in sacks. Lions defense only 17th at getting to the quarterback. So the Chargers are much better at rushing the passer, and you have to wonder if that could be the difference in this game, right? You have Herbert kind of sits back in the pocket, extends plays, uh, maybe with his feet too. Meanwhile, the Chargers defense could kind of get after the Lions here. So I kind of lean Chargers here, and a lot of the mon- I think a lot of the tickets here are on uh, are on the Lions. I'm yeah, seeing no, nine, I'm seeing over ninety percent of the tickets on Detroit here. I kind of think this Chargers team is coming on. Gino even nailed it last week saying, like, hey, this Chargers team is about to make a run. They, they won last week. I think this is a good spot for them at home, even though they're playing a good team. Uh, you're getting some plus money on them at home. Their defense is getting after the quarterback. 
I could see this. I can see this being a close win for them at home. I like the dog and the under. Hopefully, it's a dog and under. Parlay. Yeah, and I hope this helps you guys too, because Maddie and I are. Do we want to make smarter gambers out of all of you? Systems are at your fingertips now, guys. I partner with apps that get you systems. Maddie partners with, and we believe in them. We're not just doing things because people kick us a couple bucks. We believe in educating gamblers. Just be careful. You can't just blindly bet systems. Maddie and I know all these systems. We're lucky enough to have an unlimited text app. But I'll tell you right now, the Jets were a system. And Maddie and I put our heads together and said, dude, the Chargers are upswinging right now. Their offense is too powerful for a Jets team. So just know that systems are good to know. That's why we share them with you. But you cannot just robotically hammer systems. Trust me, the books know about the systems too. And they're trying to bait you, trap you, and switch you. So all I'll say here is... Everyone likes teams off the bye. People are really high on the Lions. And you're getting a 6-2 and two team versus a 4-4 four and four team at minus next to nothing. And if you look at the Chargers wins versus the Lions wins, the Lions seem better in power rankings and everything. The difference here is I think you have two teams slightly going in different directions that you're getting the Chargers money line here at home really cheap. And their defense is playing good. So... I think they're going to be a lot for this Lions defense to stop. And I think the Chargers defense steps up. So it's going to be a grind out game. I just like the dog on the on the, on the money line here. Yeah. I, the more we talk through this game, I almost am pissed that I didn't make this my dog of the week. Uh, no, I really like the Chargers here in this spot. I just think – but look at look what they've done defensively. Held the Jets the six last game. Held the Bears the 13. They gave up 31 at Kansas City, but that's really been it. Like – they held Dallas to 20 points. Yeah. They held the Raiders to 17. The Chargers and defense is one of the most they're under- getting after the quarterback. They're better than everyone thinks. And, and their offense them. wasn't playing good, guys. Realize that this is chess. This is not checkers football. Yeah. When your offense is bad, you put more pressure on your defense. I love Jarrett's comment there. Uh, if you could click that one. Uh, that one's good, too. Rest versus momentum. Who wins? This is a good game. And I, I really do lean on the, the team that you get the plus money on. So, um, But that's it, guys. All of that is second to my under. I think both of these defenses show up. I like it. All right, moving on here. I got a good system on this one. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I'll feed you all. All right. Go first. Wait, which game? Oh, I thought that was a Browns uniform. No, it's the commies. <laughs> commies, baby. Hold on, let me get to that game. All right, Commanders versus Seahawks. My best bet of the week is in this game. It's No oh, way, I got to hear this. All right, Commanders, a six-point dog at Seattle. Over under 45 and a half. 63% of the tickets are on Seattle. This is from on a Tuesday, remember. Trends under is hitting 11 of the commanders' last 15 games coming off a win. Seahawks 54 and 28 straight up off a loss in their last 82 games. I want to hear what you like before I give you my. No, pick. no, go first. Really? Play of the week. Let me oh, let me give you some nuanced stuff. Go, go, go. All right. So the commanders are extremely bought in. To Sam Howe. They think he's the guy moving forward. I think this is a massive, massive six-point number. I just think this Seattle team, extremely, extremely overrated. I love this spot at plus six. Yeah, I love this spot at plus six. I also think Gino is overrated. Like, I think he's too streaky. I can see this being an outright win for the commanders, but I just think six points is a, is a massive number here. Cool. I think you're going to like what I have to say. Um, this is one of my best unders of the week, guys. So this is a nuanced system, but just hear me out. It has a 66% win rate. It's won eight of the last 10. 
26% ROI and up 27 units in the last 100 times this has happened. It's an NFL under. If the team lost the previous game and they're playing a worse team, that's Seattle. They lost the previous game and now they're playing a worse team. Everyone expects a strong offensive bounce back. When in reality, this system prints. And that system is at under 44 and a half, which is even one point under what I think you can get right now at 45 and a half. 26% ROI, eight of the last 10, and a 66% win rate. Yeah. So it's an under when the home team is playing a worse team. Everyone is buying in to Geno Smith and the Seattle offense bouncing back. And apparently they buy in too much to that and it doesn't work. So this is one of my strongest unders from a systems perspective. So when you have unders, you got to slightly lean the dog here. This might be a Matty dog win to the under and, and a big payout at that 2.7 times the under. That'd be sick. And you know what else I like? This actually fits in perfectly with what you just said. The Seahawks team total is 26 and a half. It's crazy. It's Way too high. Big number. I mean, look at their games, right? So who, who, you got, dude, they put up three points last game, 24 the game before, 20 the game before, 13 the game before, 24 the game before. That's one, two, three, four, five. That's six straight games they haven't hit that number. I get wow. it's the commander's shitty uh, scoring defense. But even in the games they have surpassed that number, it was Carolina and Detroit with all those turnovers. And that's the reason they surpassed it. So – I gotta, I gotta like that under team total there, twenty six and a half. Uh, I like the Commanders plus six, and I like the under in the game. Moving on, another division game here: Giants versus Cowboys. Is this? Uh, this is this is the last uh, four o'clock game on the slate this for Sunday. This one's insane. Giants are sixteen and a half point dogs in Dallas. Over under 89 percent of the tickets are on Dallas. Similar amount of money on Dallas here as well. Trevon Diggs on the IR. We know about that. Tons of injuries on both sides here. Cowboys 16 and 3 against the spread off a loss. They're also 18 and 7 off a loss in their last 25. The under is hitting 17 of the Giants' last 23 games. What do you like in this spot? I absolutely love the Giants plus the points here, guys. Let me tell you why. People are going to remember 40 nothing. How badly they beat them. That's number one. Well, it's nope. a similar spot, right? We have Ravens-Browns rematched this weekend nope. where the Ravens waxed the Browns. And now Gino likes the Browns with the points. Same thing here. Giants-Cowboys, Giants got waxed 40 nothing early in the season, and now he likes the Giants on the points. People are going to remember week one. Was that Sunday Night Football? I think it was Sunday Night Football week one. Cowboys dog walked them. I'll borrow Jared's words. They're going to remember that. Two, really good system, guys. You should put this one in your back pocket. It's the easiest one to remember of all my systems. A bad team against the spread versus a good team against the spread. Couldn't be more simple. You got the one and I'm trying to pull this up. You got the one and four against the spread. New York Giants on the road. Two and six on the year against the five and three Dallas Cowboys. Three and oh at home against the spread. People are going to remember that. And on the season, Cowboys six and four against the spread, Giants two and seven against the spread. It's this checks every systemic box to get extra points. I believe this opened up at 17 and a half. It's already dropped a huge point across that 17. Um, 
I like it. I like this New York Giants defense, man. I feel so bad for them because their offense sucks. I think there's poor defense. Um, but who's yeah, the, hold on. Who's the hell is a quarterback this week? They're down yeah. to like nothing. Star out. All this checks every reason to like the Giants. Star, you know, star. I say, but quarterback out. So be so, careful about. The, and last thing I'll say. Sorry, Matty. Yeah, yeah. uh, Seventy percent of the tickets are on Dallas. Thirty percent of the Giants, and already dropped the point. This checks systemically every box that you want from from me to from me to bet. Yeah. So the only I, I made this play last week. Double digit spreads. You just don't touch a team. You take the under. I did it last week. Cardinals Browns. Um, I think this is another situation or where you could do that. Um, thirty eight and a half could be lower. I can see this at thirty six and a half. Um, you know, I think this number is only north of thirty seven because. Again, even comments like this over Cowboys score 40, right? <laughs> that is actually a possibility. Like if this game goes over, it's going to be because Dallas puts up 30-plus, in my opinion. People are so, going to believe Dallas should have beat your boys. They're, they're going to come back with a vengeance. Yeah. Division, division. Yeah, and they got up for that Eagles game, not coming back home to face the low-life Giants. Maybe they kind of slack a bit here. Uh, I like – I'm with Gino here. I probably won't play the Giants, but I do like – I do lean that way, and I like the under as well. All right, moving on. Sunday night. This is Sunday night football. Yeah, I can't believe they're not flexing this. I'm really surprised. This they're not is flexing Sunday this. night football. Jets versus. Raiders. How are they not flexing this? Isn't that the point of the flex? Crazy, crazy game. You ready for this? Maybe Chargers Detroit NFL. The Jets. Right now, I'm seeing a two point Jags Niners two point favorite. How can this Jets be a two point favorite against anyone on the road right now? Over oh, under thirty five and a half. 57% of the tickets are on the Raiders, but more of the money on the Jets. I think this is a fake sharp game. I really do. Everyone right now is mocking this Raiders team. They're making fun of them for smoking cigars in the locker room. They think it's a joke. You finally get a win. Everyone's celebrating. Even Jimmy G is happy, smiling on camera. Like the I mean, that's they made $124 million doing nothing. I can't believe it. But everyone wants O'Connell, bro. They're riding with him, and Jimmy G doesn't give a shit. He's like, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to smile. I'm a locker room. I'm a team guy. I think Jimmy G is a team guy, and I think the vibes are high in that Vegas locker room. And I know everyone might be on the Jets in this spot because they're mocking that, but maybe not because you know it's hard to back the Jets here too. But me personally, give me, the, give me Vegas at home, bro. Wilson has no confidence. His decision-making sucks. Just last week, you see him where he can easily run for a first down. He flips the ball forward right to a guy that is literally covered and tackled. He just makes the worst decisions I've ever seen. It, it makes no sense. Jets, I mean, it just makes no sense here. Here's what I'm going to say about this game. When it's ugly for the Jets, it's ugly. So I actually like an alternate line here. I'm seeing Matty talk himself up and up the K, the K, the 1K, 2K, 3K. If the Raiders right now are a two-point dog at home. Fuck the two points. Fuck the money line. Give me the Raiders minus the points. I like them minus five and a half. Plus, I'm seeing plus 220, I think it is. Plus 215. Raiders minus five and a half. I'm counting on Zach Wilson to do what he does. Not make plays. Get shit on on the road here. Give me the Raiders. I'll take the money line, but if you want to sprinkle on the alternate play. I do like this Raiders defense. I do think the Jets will have, Zach Wilson particularly will have, just as hard of a time as he did against the Chargers. I will say something, guys, and this is not avenging my loss. I took the stupid Jets in the first quarter. 
Um, the Jets held the Chargers to no first downs, I want to say, to like three minutes left in the first quarter. So although they were getting waxed on the punt return and the fumble, their defense is strong. So you're getting value going with Maddie on that. There is a good system, dogs of three-point or less in conference play. And that's what this is, AFC. So I think it's home dogs too. So that points right at the Raiders. What I will say about that system, sadly, is it's only three of the last 10. But that's when you want to buy systems. You don't want to buy them when they're hot. You don't want to buy them when they're 10 in a row. That's why I'm selling Thursday night footballs under. You want to get off when a system's hot and get on the other side. So I like the Raiders here. I really do. Um, I think their, their vibe is nice. I think they're happy. I think they want to win to show that they didn't need a slimy coach. I there's just don't no, know if I can give up. I don't know if I can give up that many points to a Jets defense that I believe is better than the Chargers score showed is how bad the offense did. But then I'll contradict myself. I think this Raiders defense is as good as the Chargers, and they're going to be able to get at Zach Wilson. I like the Raiders money line. I can't, I can't go with my homie Maddie on the five and a half. I would not be surprised if this game is three nothing. <laughs> if this game is three nothing, we're going to clip the shit out of that. But I don't know, bro. I agree with this comment right here. I don't know how anyone could believe in these Jets against anyone. I'm with you, man. I, it's just remember that was in prime time. That's what people are that's fresh in their minds. This is in prime time too. And here's the thing, bro. I like that the Raiders are loose right now. They're so happy they've moved on from the old era. It's a new era. They're smoking cigars in the locker room. People can say what they want about it. But I think when you're loose and you have a good vibe going in the locker room, I think they come out and wax the Jets. That's why I like the alternate line. So Now let me give you just a little bit. I do see more tickets on the Raiders and the line locked in. So just take with that what you will. It's fake sharp. Fake sharp. No, you said that. You, you called it out at the beginning. And then – uh, crazily, it opened up at 36 or 35 and a half, and now it's all the way up to 36 and a half. So I kind of like the under best. I want to put my name next to that under three nothing Raiders. Yeah, tough game, but give me the Raiders. Let's move on. Last game of the week Monday night football. The Broncos travel to Buffalo. The Broncos are seven and a half point dog here on the road. Over under 47. It's it's early in the week, but I'm seeing a ton of tickets here on Buffalo minus the points. What do you think about this? This Buffalo team is, to me, should not be minus seven and a half in this spot. It's a lot of points against any team in the NFL right now. This team has not been good. What do you think? Then I think I'm giving out Buffalo and my survivor. Brian, you tell me if that's true. I think I'll check if I texted it. I think that's what so I gave Buffalo out. against the spread this year, three and seven, right? They didn't cover last week against Cincinnati. They couldn't cover a 10-point spread the week before against Tampa. They couldn't cover eight and a half points against New England where they lost outright. They couldn't cover 15 and a half against the Giants where they won by five. They couldn't cover five and a half against the Jags where they won by five. It was October 1st the last time they covered a game. And that was the 48-20 blowout win against the Dolphins. I don't know how you could back the Bills to cover seven and a half points right now. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. So I, I don't like the Bills. I gave out the Bills and Survivor. I wanted to save the Bills for a better spot, but this is a tough week. Almost every spread is low with the teams I have left. And I hate that, right? Bills are off a loss. 
Are the Broncos off a freaking bye too? Disgusting, I think. Their last game was a win versus Chiefs, right? Chiefs, October 29th. So they're rested and it's still seven and a half. I'm sorry, guys. I'm giving this out. I did not plan on this, but too many other things changed with injuries. So um, I- I'm with you. I I do. I'm seeing 70% of the tickets on the bills and the line hasn't moved a speck. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not jumping on this one either way. I will be on survivor on it. Uh, man, if this keeps going up and you can get Denver plus like eight, eight and a half, seven and a half feels plenty. Um, I will say this bills team is better at home guys. They're, they're four and oh, um, at home this year. So don't know what it is up in there. Bills Mafia holds it down for them, and they play good at home. So I'm happy to have them in Survivor, but that's about the depth at which I capped this game. I'll come out with a video with Maddie on Monday night, but my official play in this game is going to be the under. I think the Bills' defense absolutely holds Denver to next to nothing, and I think they're able to get 20 to 21. So number one play under. Number two play Denver team total under. And if I'm my survivor, that's where I put it. But I, I'm not taking the Bills minus seven and a half. Yeah. All right. Quick recap here. And then we'll bring Trevor on for some daily fantasy sports. So Gino's survivor is the Buffalo Bills dog of the week. He's he's riding with the rookie CJ Stroud here. Is that with the points, six and a half or seven, or is that the money line on the on the, the Texans? I gave the points. Right, so uh, yeah. He I, likes I, the points. He says try to get it at seven. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm seeing seven at some place. Better than seven right now, plus 100. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm not going to lie, guys. I'll, I'll have half a unit. If I'm one unit, this could be a two-unit play, by the way. I'm just going to be honest with you. It's not there yet. But if I can get Texans two units, one will be on the, one of those two will be on the money line. If it's a one-unit play, a half unit will be on the money line. So um, whatever it will be, it will be half as much. But this just feels too nice. People are way too high on Cincy. Cincy's a good team, though. Yeah. My dog of the week, keep the damn points. Give me the Packers. Steelers are going to lose outright at home here. I don't want the three points. I think the Packers are better everywhere outside of coaching. Um, and even coaching's, even coaching is, is close. So I like the Packers roster over the Steelers roster. I think Kenny Pickett is absolutely terrible. Um, and I think the Packers win this game outright. And then for my best bet of the week, it is ugly. But taking the six points with the Commanders, Gino is riding with his Saints. He always loves taking he loves taking the Saints. I don't know what it is. I like them here in this spot too. Minus two and a half on the road seems a little fishy, but I do like it. I think they're way better than their ranking right now, and that's why I think we're getting them low. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, all right, quick questions on the show here. What part of Florida am I from? I'm in uh, Delray Beach and Boca area. Gino's in Lantana. Um, South Florida, South Florida, yeah, South Florida, Palm uh, Beach County. Moving on to daily fantasy sports, we're bringing our guy. Oh, we just lost him. Hold on. Boom! Hey, there we go. Bringing Trevor on. What's good, Trev? How we doing, boys? We're doing good, bro. How about yourself? Good. It's uh, it's it. I literally like the slate this week. There's uh. There's some big games, right? We got Cleveland's defense versus the Ravens' offense, um, right? We got our Niners in Jacksonville and an early game for the Niners to travel east. 
Uh, I'm really interested to see the Lions and Chargers. Um, too bad the Giants are who they are. That's going to be a boring game. Um, and that's that's there. So I'm going to start with the Thursday night play. So I think Maddie was one week early on Bryce Young. So I think I think he was early this last week. And do you um, understand if I take them this week, I'm going to get so much hate, but oh. I want to take them. I honestly want to take them. But let me ask you this. The overrunner's 39. Does that feel low to you in this game? It does. As bad as the Bears' defense is. The Bears have given up the second most passing yards in the league. Um, they is haven't the league? been great. Be, if I ladder him two weeks in a row, am I going to be? I want to see. So his line, I think, is going to land at like 225 and a half. If it does, I'm betting over. So, uh, and there's a shot we ladder it based upon some like health. But uh, I'll get with you. I, there's a chance. I really like him. But here's my play for it. I think he yeah. throws for three touchdowns this week. Oh my that that's going to be my play. Young for three touchdowns is probably going to be anywhere from plus 400 to plus 600. So they don't have it up yet. But Has uh, he even thrown two this year? He, uh, he's done it once. And he did it against the Lions. That's the crazy yeah. part. Is he did it against yeah. the Lions? Like he's he has it. The Bears defense is just so bad. They're not going to have time to prepare. And I think Thielen can feast on him. So yeah. I like there. Now, from a DFS spot, this is by Aaron Jones week. Pittsburgh is absolutely I love terrible. That. I'm all in on that. I'm all in. Ab on that. I love yeah, these captures this week. Yeah, yeah. I, so I think they, I think Aaron Jones is going to gouge them, right? Henry, ETN, Pierce, CMC, Ford have just ran over the, just ran over them. And I think Aaron Jones gets it. He had almost 25 touches last week. And we've seen who, where Jordan Love is weak at. And they're going to lean on Jones here. Um, I, I think they're going to lean on Jones. Uh, I'm, I really like him in this spot. Again, I don't have his lines yet, but um, I think it's going to be a great spot. And I think they, I think the Packers actually win this game pretty handily. Let's go. That's what? A, yeah, Even pretty Maddie, handily. Yeah. Oh, Maddie's on him. I like it. I'm, man. I just hold so, on, Trev. You ready for this? Before yeah. going back to the Panthers game, Bryce Young three plus TD passing TDs plus seven fifty. I'm on it. I'm putting a half unit on it. You I'm guys in. are sick. Alternate passing yards, 250 plus 2 to 1, 275 three point, plus 370. They moved up his 300 yards to plus 700 this week. So it's probably like half quarter quarter for me on that. I think he throws for 300 here. And he, now, yeah. now keep in mind, he hasn't done it yet this year. So that's why those right. odds are there. This is the spot to do it in. I think you were a week early. It comes down to game script, though. That's the thing I always hate. It's like, even if he gouges them, it comes down to game script. But I think this is the game to do it. I think you're right. I like the Aaron Jones play as well. Um, and what's the last play you just said? Uh, so Aaron Jones running him over. So real quick on that. So, you know, Young has thrown, had 41, 38, and 39 in three of his four last games for pass attempts. I think this is another spot where he's just throwing the ball a ton. So, um, yeah. I, I, if he, if we get there, it is there, but if I can spread it out at a unit, I, I like the upside. Uh, so yeah. I like Aaron Jones. 
Uh, he's big for me there. The interesting game for me is the Texans at the Bengals. So the Texans don't have the defense yet. So I think the Bengals are going to put up points, but I think Texas is going to come right back and just keep throwing again. Uh, now, I don't think Stroud's throwing for 475 again, but I think he's going to come right back at him. Um, CMC is going to go off against the Jags. The Jags quietly, while they have on paper. Through the air or on the ground? Both. Because here's the thing. On the ground. It's a tough matchup on the ground. Yeah, but Jacksonville has given up 2,100 passing yards this season. So that's sixth or seventh in the league right now um, yeah. that you can throw on them. Uh, and I think they score on our defense, so we have to. That's the other side of it. Um, I, I think they I think they, you know, they put some points up. They score. Again, yeah. that, that game is going to be line-driven for me. Um, I, I'm not – I like the Lions Chargers. The spot there is Sam Laporta. Uh, the Chargers are terrible against tight ends. We're going to probably be on reporter receptions, reported yards. Uh, the Chargers can't defend tight ends. They just get eaten alive by them. Um, and then I like Sam Howell on the road against the Seahawks this week. I, like uh, I, I think they're going to be able to throw against Seattle. I think Gino's showing that he's like, you know, he had a magical year last year, but he's not the guy. So I really, yeah. I really, really like, um, I really like the Washington passing game in this spot. Um, and I'm just, I'm a, I'm just down on Gino. Like I just, he hasn't looked good to me. So yeah. those are some spots I definitely want to attack. Like I'm probably not going to touch Indy or the, you know, Patriots game. Um, Saints yeah. Vikings. I probably won't have much action from a DFS standpoint. Um, like just not going to go there. And then, you know, you got the Falcons and the cards who you can run over the cards, but they might get Kyler back. And Arthur Smith is a disaster. He doesn't use Mazan. Like, I don't know what the guy's going to do. He shaved his mustache at 345 in the morning because he had a vision about doing it and clearing bad juju. Man, I don't know what to do with that guy. Literally, that's what he came out and said. He's been hanging me out today. to dry in fantasy. Yeah. So, but spots, you guys, but spots we want to attack, right? Like, I don't want to go. I'm not trying to use Baltimore against, you know, the Cleveland Browns defense. Uh, so Houston, Texas, Bengals, going to be line-driven, but I think there's going to be a bunch of points there. For me, it's Aaron Jones. Um, and I'm going to give out my two TD play of the week is going to be Aaron Jones. Wow. I love it. I, I think he gets one on the ground, one through the air. I think it's a screen pass or, uh, you know, a, a quick wheel route that he breaks for, you know, 20, 30 yards um, and, and goes uh -huh. in. That's got to pay well, right, against this Pitts defense. Yeah, it's going to pay probably a thousand, twelve plus a thousand plus twelve hundred. We don't have the lines up for that game yet, but for what two TDs? Yeah, do you see it yet? I I was looking earlier. I didn't see it like an hour ago. I'm surprised that Bryce Young one's up already. Well, that's the Thursday night game. That's why. That's right. That's why. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we got Panthers and Bears. Yeah. You know, and yeah, it's, the Steelers not up yet. And it's, you know, we don't know his fields back, his fields not back, right? Like, yeah. so there's not a ton of Bears lines up yet. But I just, um, I, I like Carolina in this spot. I think Bryce finally comes out, gets some yards. Like I said, I think Thielen's going to eat on him. Um, yeah. Like, I think, you know, we'll probably be on his receptions again. Uh, but those are those are a couple of spots. So Sam Laporta against the Chargers defense. And I love Aaron Jones this week. I like it, bro. All right, well, we got a lot of good action. Yep.
So and the last thing, Trev, before you jump. All right. CMC gets a touchdown this week. He keeps the streak going. I think we I think we're able to run on them. Um off a of bye, we're able to right the wrongs. I genuinely, genuinely believe the Niners got punched in the mouth and they come back at the right time. I hate that we're getting a team also off the bye across the country at their house. Hate all of these situational things, but I, I do believe we needed that buy more than anyone else. Did we take three or four teams straight off their buy? What was it? Do this you will know? be the third one. Third one, weeks. right? Yeah, like that. Mat- Listen, that matters in the NFL, right? If you're listening to this, that matters. Excuse like me. these coaches, when they have time to really game plan, that's why I like Bryce this week uh, because it's a short week. And the Bears defense is going to be a little more tired. They're not going to be fully rested. Um, that's one of the reasons I like Bryce in this spot is coming off the short rest here. Um, and I, I I do. I think the Niners get the ship going. I think, you know, I think Young's a huge addition. I think we're going to get after Lawrence, um, you know, and get some uh, points going there. And I think Debo will be back, which should make it, you know, which should help on offense as well. I heard Debo is practicing, but not Trent. I'm a little nervous. Yeah, that I mean that matters, right? Obviously, we want Trent in, but yeah. Trent is crazy as to say. Trent doesn't like. I don't care if Trent practices. I mean, of course, I want to see him there, but that guy can just show up. Like he's, you know, he's got yeah. that level of talent. Yeah, for sure. I forgot about this before you jump, Matt. If you can highlight that comment from Isaac, I forgot about that. That actually checks another system that they lost Chase Young. People think they're packing in the time. Remember, I said, you know, people are out. Yeah. It actually checks it on your side. Um, yeah. Not, nothing I, you're saying, Isaac's wrong. Uh, just a lot of people check out on one player and they just don't realize how much depth the NFL has and how important everyone else is. So, yeah. It's an interesting one. And I, I just, I think, I actually think Sam Howell's a better be. quarterback in this game. That, that's why I like Washington. I like Washington from a DFS standpoint. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I, I'm just not. Six I think, points is a lot of points in that game. Oh, especially at this time of year, right? Like, man, we're in the dog days of the middle of the season. Um, that's I, I get, right? They've sacked them a bunch, but man, people have been able to throw on Seattle, and they did not. Look, Seattle did not look good last week. So, mm-hmm. and hopefully the Jets Raiders gets flexed out of Sunday night, please. So, like, give us any other game for Sunday night, right? I I do not want to watch, you know, yeah. Aiden versus whoever the Jets are going to run at quarterback. How did that happen that they didn't flex it out already? Uh, they have till, I think they have till tomorrow at four o'clock. Oh, no way. Yeah. Damn. I got to get, I got to get with the times. Yeah. I think I they have till Wednesdays that. at four Eastern to flex the game. I know oh, it's, the, I don't remember the exact time, but it's the middle of the week. I'll have to, I'd have to Google it, but they have till like the middle of the week to flex the game. Fascinating. Yeah. I had no idea. All right, and then let's talk about – I want to end with this, right? Like, where is – where are you at, Maddie, from, like, a power ranking? Where do you have – where do you – who do you have behind your Eagles here? Because I know you're going to have your Eagles one. Who do you have two and three behind you power ranking-wise? Uh, I have Chiefs-Ravens. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm on the Ravens more than the Chiefs. Um, I just think the Ravens defense is better. So um, I think it's neck and neck. I, I yep. can agree that you can put the Ravens in front of them in the regular season, I guess right now where we're at today. But I was telling Gino, I was like, when push comes to shove in the postseason, 
Give me the Chiefs. I just don't yeah. see who beats them in the AFC. Now, if they go out and put up 40 on the Browns this week, like they're going to get my attention real fast. Like that would be – I don't think they can, right, as good as Cleveland's defense is. Um, I think it's going to be, you know – but I'll be interested to see what Monken and, you know, as they've gotten more comfortable here, what they can do against them. Um, yeah. That NFC, that AFC North is going to be tough, right? And then, you know, you get uh, you get more games with them. So I'll be – you know, I think we get – don't we get Cincy – and I think we get Cincy Baltimore the following week. So yeah, um, it's gonna be I'm with both of you. It's like if the playoffs started tomorrow, you gotta go with Cincy because they find a way and Baltimore finds a way to blow it. It's interesting. This is gonna be uh Bengals have some really good games the next four weeks. Baltimore has some division uh, matchups as well. The NFL did a good job, aside from screwing up my Niners schedule, uh, on making sure that there's division games late in the year. It, it's uh this is, this is where we're getting the thick of it. These, yeah. these next four weeks matter a lot. Yeah, I'm uh I'm excited to see. I wish uh I wish Dallas could have got it done and gave gave Don't those Eagles an, an L for us. <laughs> All right, peace, Trevor. All right, later, boys. All right, bad connection, bad connection. All right, boys. Like and subscribe. We will see you guys next week for NFL week eleven.